Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Tech Smash Bros. Um, this is episode 35, and in this episode, I caught up with my friend um, John, as I do um, regularly. But uh, this conversation was different from all the rest, um, as all the conversations are. And we caught up, and we talked about various topics. Uh, we talked about the bullet train in Korea. John took the bullet train. Um, he was impressed by the speed. I had a different opinion. I never took the train, so my opinion is probably much less informed. But regardless, uh, we discussed it. Uh, we also talked about vaccines in Korea and navigating COVID life in Korea. Uh, we also talked about hydrogen, uh, its misconceptions and conceptions, um, and commercial use in vehicle production, etc. Uh, we also talked about cryptocurrency at Elon Musk. Um, and then we talked about, uh, this was the final part. Uh, we talked about Korean shows and Netflix shows. Um, yeah, which ones we're watching, which ones we enjoyed, that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, so those were the topics. Uh, the audio in this podcast was a little weird. I, I'm not an audio technician, so I am not very good at troubleshooting these things. Um, so the audio was a little weird in this episode, but otherwise, um, the episode is probably, well, I, I found it really engaging. So hopefully you guys too. Uh, you guys do too. That's it. Hope you guys enjoy. And we're on the record. Welcome back to another episode of Text Mesh Bros. This is episode 36. Um, again, we have John, long distance, long time friend, um, catching up after two weeks once again. How have you been, dude? I've been doing great. Um, kind of catching up on work. It's been kind of dull last couple weeks, but it's catching pace again, so we'll focus more on that. Are you working the weekends? No, no, no. I would never do that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Unless they pay me to. Huh. I, have to okay. I, I actually have to uh, go to Busan a couple of days ago. Nice. It's actually pretty cool. And I think it's the first time I actually rode the high-speed train rail. High-speed rail. How long did it take you to get there? Two hours, I think it was. But then there was a lot of stops. Hmm. Mm. So it was nice. Kind of different from a plane. Yeah, I bet. Two hours is not that short. I'm not I'm not impressed. <laughs> High speed train, two hours to get to Busan. How, how that like it takes you to? what? How that, like how much would that come let me see the distance from No, but like the route, it goes through like all the major cities. So it's really like like if you're thinking of it as a route straight from Seoul to Busan, it's a very inefficient route. But in terms of actual speed, I was actually really impressed because, like, the last stop. So my uh, this what do you call it? My arrival time was at uh one thirteen p.m. Uh huh. And then we arrived at Ulsan, which is another city in that region. And then uh -huh. there was only five minutes till one thirteen p.m. I was like, holy crap! Can this train actually make it like whatever kilometers I was left in that short amount of time? <laughs> they actually made it in five minutes, and I was actually really impressed with the speed. It's just there's a lot of like useless stops, but I I, I kind of also found out that I took one of the trains with more stops. More stops. But there's a, 
uh, route with only like four stops, but my the one I took was like six or seven. So I think it could have been shorter. But yeah, I, I could kind of see the merit of railway travel, I guess. Like I see, like I, like I feel like it would be actually pretty interesting to do a railway travel if a country was actually like much bigger. I feel like Europe has a pretty decent railway system, so that's why traveling there would be a lot more interesting. Sadly, US mm-hmm. doesn't really utilize its railway system. And yeah, I mean that's why people do that Euro trips, right? Like it's they can dynamically plan their Euro trips. So mm. Probably have a good transportation system there. Dude, from like from Korea, from Seoul to get to all the way to the south of Korea by bus, doesn't it take just like five hours? It's like four or five-ish. Yeah. Yeah. And you're telling me to get to Busan with a high-speed rail train took me two hours? Not impressive. It's like half, Busan's, not even, uh, Busan's like already halfway, so like you could have gotten there by bus in two hours. What? Busan's at the end of, what do you mean? Busan's at the very end of in Korea? Yeah, it's in one, like, okay. So if you look at it as like a playing field, uh-huh. like Korea, I mean, Seoul would be in the, what do you call it? Northwest? Yeah, the top. Northwestern North edge. Uh-huh. And then Busan is in the southeastern edge. So it's like, it is the longest distance really. you could take. I think it's like 400. I was thinking, do you know where Damhe is? That's like in the very south, right? Yeah. Damhe. Yeah, that, took, that takes like four to five hours by bus from Seoul. Mm-hmm. But that's more south than Busan. Busan, I mean, Busan does touch Namhae. Oh, it does. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's a harbor city, so yeah. So okay, okay. It, like in terms of cure, I think just straight distance, straight line, it's only like four hundred kilometers, I think. Uh huh. Or something around that range, but what it what the train system does is it has to go through the major cities. Uh-huh. So it'll stop through like Daejeon and like Daegu and then Ulsan and then Busan. So it'll take a very elongated route. Yeah. I mean, thing. the whole point of speed travel is to save on time. So if you don't do that, what's the whole point of traveling fast anyway? I did save time. I'm just like, unless I take a plane, I think this would be the fastest route. Fastest, I guess. I, I, mean, no, I think you save time, but I mean, to call like a high speed train bullet train thing i don't know if i'm impressed i would imagine like 30 minutes would be very impressive but dude that's like hyperloop levels of speed yeah that's like the that's that's the speed that hyperloop like hopes to achieve i don't think yeah. that's physically possible right now anyway yeah not impressed okay, okay. <laughs> not yet at least bullet train speed probably like 200 miles 200 kilometers per hour at least so the japanese one reaches at 200 miles per hour that's fast i think it i think this is the fastest one did you feel the speed oh no yeah when i when i rode uh shinkansen i was like wow this is actually pretty fast Uh uh-huh oh okay the South Korean one travels at 190, so it's actually pretty much the same. 190 kilometers per hour? Yeah. It's like oh, I see. 90 miles per hour. The kilometers per hour would be like on the 300 ranges. Oh, 90 miles per hour? 190, um, 190. 190, okay, okay. That's, that's fast. Yeah, I guess it's not that fast, but yeah, it's fast. 
Dude, just take a plane, man. <laughs> I mean, cars can go at like 100 miles per hour, right? Yeah, but could you drive 100 miles per hour all the way from Seoul to Busan without really? With only four stops along the way? I feel like in that sense, it would be beneficial. I think it's more economically like makes sense if you compare gas prices to like ticket prices as well. Yeah. It cost me like 40 bucks to get there, and I feel like I would probably use 40 bucks at least the same amount of gas or more. Really? Yeah, and I get to rest <laughs> and not have to drive fucking drive? 400 Well, self driving cars are going to appear, so. Yeah, that's not going to happen for a while. Hold on. Oh, really? You don't, I think, don't so? think so? Yeah. I, I'll give it two years. Two years? Wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen in two years, man. I don't know about Korea, but maybe the States. I think, I honestly think the best place to start, like, I could pull off a self-driving. So honestly, no, no country is going to pull off like a full self-driving course. It's just going to be like in limited areas, like in the highway or in like uh-huh. certain neighborhoods where like they would actually prohibit like normal combustion vehicles and, you know, uh-huh. uh, normal people driving because once you add in av- your everyday drivers along with self-driving vehicles and there's like an accident, it becomes a legal issue. And then no companies actually kind of, I mean, they're kind of discussing that nowadays with the vehicle companies. But uh-huh. all the, so I've gone to a lot of uh, self-driving conver- conventions in the States, but the biggest issue that the States face is infrastructure and how okay. it's not really going to help the situation. And that's why Elon Musk is so uh, insistent that you have to, that he would only rely on sensors and not on the infrastructure. So if you could pull it off, I guess you could do it in two years, but I don't think you could like be a something used by the mass public unless the infrastructure of like a city or state supports the system in which Mm -hmm. us like road infrastructure is not really the best i feel like so i i'd give more to like cities newer cities plans in china or like somewhere in europe probably okay well soon i say so and have you driven a tesla before i haven't driven one but like i've been in one and they're kind of like semi-autonomous already. <laughs> Have you been in one? Yeah, I've driven one. I've rented a Tesla before just to test it out. Yeah, they're like semi-autonomous. You can just like, all you need to do is like touch the wheel here and there to make sure that they know that you're there and then it will just self-drive for you. But that's it's kind of, I mean, Tesla is, yeah, it's probably the best at it right now. But uh that's always semi-autonomous man <laughs> yeah it, no it is semi-autonomous. i can imagine myself reading a book while i'm driving that too so i just you know like tap on the wheel here and there so there's like i think it's even by u.s standards uh the 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 the, the national highway association or whatever in usa there's suppo- supposedly five different or six different depending on what region you're in levels of autonomous driving Okay. And Teslas would be the, you still have to pay attention to the, like, technically, I'm sure, and I've seen plenty of drivers who use Tesla on YouTube that don't follow the rules, but you still have to keep your hand on the wheel and you have to look on the road, right? But the, yeah. the actual steering and you know, speed control, lane 
uh, changing is done by the vehicle itself. So it's yeah supposedly like level three, right? Okay. And what Tesla, I'm not even sure Tesla abides by this because they kind of like to play special. But uh, I think what a lot of main goals is for the vehicle companies, including Tesla probably is level four is where you could keep your hands like off from the steering wheel and also like look away from the wheel, but you would still have to like occasionally like pay attention to the road. And then what people call fully autonomous would be the fifth level where you literally, the concept of a driver doesn't exist within the vehicle. Right. And for level three, like what Tesla is like improving on right now, it's probably like a lot of companies are kind of falling through to that, but I don't see it happening until level four. And I don't even think level five would be possible within at least another couple of decades or a decade at least decades now yeah. dude that's too long <laughs> i'd say a decade at most we're in 2021 that'll be 2030. Mm-hmm. yeah no yeah i would say yeah let's, we we came up with a vaccine to fight a, a pandemic in like less than a year so i <laughs> we come up with self-driving technology but less that's than a decade a matter of needs we needed the vaccine like at utmost urgency do we well nobody expected it? electric vehicles to come this soon too and we didn't quote unquote need it although climate experts climate change experts would disagree but here we are the generation's already here for electric vehicles i wouldn't discount it dude no, do you know, I, do you know I, the I thing it. i just don't think it's gonna happen at the speed that a lot of people are you know expecting it to happen well, yeah, I mean, stranger things have happened. Do you, do you hear about the thing that Elon Musk is doing where he's in, where um, it's called Neuralink, his company? And the idea is to be able to plant a chip in your brain to help uh, treat, like, mental problems, possibly. Paralysis. Yeah, you told me about it before. Yeah, I mean, who would have thought that sort of stuff would have come, like, this soon? crazy just plant a chip and you can heal paralysis come on that's that's fucking wait it's actually happened uh he's in just a concept right no he's in a trial he's he 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 had a trial with pigs oh with pigs okay well with pigs like freaking japanese made a high pig human hybrid organ and then like put that put that into a person and i i I think i read a couple days ago that was actually a successful head transplant so it's different when it comes to humans so i don't know especially in like in terms of safety issues with all these new uh-huh. tech, I feel like, th- no, the tech would be there at that level and you could probably pull it off, but to actually like make, like utilize it in a like full economic scale, oh, it, here I it don't is. think it, Neuralink, will, it won't take so long. I mean, it will take Neuralink too long. Could, well, let's see. Neuralink could start the first human trials later this year. This year. So, yeah, it could happen this soon. It's okay, crazy, man. Well, good for... Elon Musk, I guess, if he pulled it off. Well, I'm just saying, you know, I think the speed of technology, you, I, I, I think you're, you might be underestimating it a little bit. Uh, just the innovation, the level of innovation at this pace, I think it's, it's really impressive sometimes. I don't... Anyway. What else? What else have you been up to? Uh, that's it. That's How's your cooking of... classes? <laughs> Is that done? 
Oh, no, no, no. Like, I took, like, five classes, and then there was an outbreak. And then there was, like, two outbreaks in a row. So I kind of, like, put it on, like, permanent hold until I decide to do it, whatever. They Uh gave the option because, like, because it's a, 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 like, a cooking environment, they have different regulations, apparently, compared to, like, normal uh, outbreak cases. Like, if it's an outbreak in a company... After yeah. they sanitize it and after everyone gets tested, I think it'll come back pretty quickly. But in terms, if it's like a restaurant or something, they take a little longer. And it's, this place had like two in a row in like a span of a couple of weeks. <laughs> so it's been closed down for quite a while. So it's it's not open yet. So I haven't been going the last three weeks, I think. Huh. Yeah, I might just get a refund and then do it when <laughs> this whole thing cools down. Yeah, that sucks. And, and you guys are, I think... Um... Korea's vaccine program right now is only limited to people who are like 60 years old or, or older, right? Uh, I don't know the schedule, but I think it's people in their 60s right now. Or, or I mean, there's prioritization for people who work in uh, hospitals and these medical centers that deal with a lot of COVID patients. Uh-huh. But right now, for the general public, it's, I think it's six people in their 60s. And then yeah. I think I told you this last time, I think, but you know how like once you open the vaccine capsule, capsule, they, man, they need to use that. Yeah, yeah, they have to use it. So they did give out like these waiting lists for people. Right. So like, yeah. in, in case someone doesn't make it, you could go get it kind of thing. So that's same here in the States. Yeah. Supplies. But do you guys, um, the Korea is only offering AZN and some other vaccines. Is that right? Not like Pfizer. No, no, we're operating everything with just that they aren't coming in at the speed of which we're vaccinating people so a batch a, a big batch would come in and then we'll vaccinate it within a couple of weeks and then we'll have you gotta wait. no vaccine until another batch comes in that kind of situation yeah, yeah. i see i see oh, okay so there is pfizer and stuff yeah there's pfizer yep. johnson johnson astrogenica moderna and moderna novavax i think moderna I, I actually read moderna was making a vaccine manufacturing plant in Incheon, somewhere in Incheon. And then I know, oh, nice. I know Novavax kind of made one already. And I know another company is making the ones, the Russian ones. The Russian ones? Yeah, but like, so it's funny. We don't, we don't even use the Russian ones, but we're, we're making it. I see. But yeah, hopefully that'll help with the, you know, shortages. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. You know, we don't, I don't think, uh, ASEAN had blood clot issues. So, states, I don't think states is taking ASEAN. Oh, yeah, yeah, ASEAN has blood clot issues, yeah, that was But you guys are still, Korea's still administering them, huh? Yeah, because that's the biggest, like, batch we have, I feel like. I think, didn't Johnson and Johnson also have blood clots? Yes, so, yeah, I think they were just... Did they stop that as well? They were just continuing at some point, but now we're taking them again, because... Um, I think the FDA did some did in the pros and cons assessment, and they assessed that the benefits in helping people get vaccinated is greater than the risk of getting blood clots. Because I think the blood clot rate is low enough for them to mm-hmm. make that determination. But I guess, I mean, I guess that's not the same for ACN then, because ACN had similar issues. Yeah. I guess they had a higher rate of blood clot. Maybe, uh, maybe. I'm assuming that would be the assumption. I guess you can make. Yeah. I can't. I guess you can't really say this kind of things. Might be spreading misinformation about vaccines. We don't want to do that. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. I know uh, there is a company that's in like their trials for a, not a vaccination, what do you call it? 치료제. A, a treatment, like a pill or something or a shot. I've heard of this to like uh, a pill form to like yeah, to treat like, COVID, yeah. right? So people, people to... already have it. Right, right. Not for vaccinating, but like yeah, yeah, treat yeah. the COVID on the spot. So yeah. this, to like, so this would be help control like the need for vaccines so, and uh-huh. um, prioritize the better. Yes. And I know, I think it's like, I, I, I know one of the companies in Korea are doing their third trial and trying to get like, uh, permission from the EU to utilize it there, and then they'll probably uh-huh. get into Seoul. So, who knows? We'll have to see. I don't know. I'm just kind of uh, tired of the, this whole COVID thing. I don't. I, I kind of given up on, you know, the whole mess going, being solved within this year. Yeah, I mean, uh, oh, okay. So you maybe not, in the US not... it might happen, but uh, no, I see it happening in Korea. I see. Maybe like really late in the year, if things go as planned. I think there's hope in Korea, and not Korea, in the states that yeah, things will return fairly normal this year. The, you you saw the news that the CDC uh, lacks on its guidance, like so people don't have to wear masks if they've been vaccinated. I think I saw the headlines like, um, it's going to operate on an honor code basis because you can't, you can't tell if somebody's really truly been vaccinated. Oh, right, uh, right. So people might not wear masks, but like you're assuming, you know, out of good faith that these people have been vaccinated. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's the CDC has issued that guidance. I don't know if that guidance is like universal across the globe, but that's the guidance here in the States a little bit, but I think in individual States like California or Texas or whatnot, they can, they can choose what they want to do with that guidance. But so it's already, we're already kind of taking big major steps, I think, to normal life and taking masks off is probably a big part of it. Did the U.S. ever have that thing where, like, wait, did the U.S. ever have actually have a real quarantine, like a citywide quarantine where, like, no one was allowed to leave or something? Yeah, we had that. Oh, did you guys like, have two weeks to, at least? Did you get? Do you guys have to like have uh like doctor's notes or whatever to like leave outside to get groceries or something? No, you guys created had that. No, we didn't even have a quarantine. No, because I I, I oh, remember okay. reading. Yeah, we didn't have a quarantine. Oh, I remember reading in France that uh, they they had to like get like uh, documentation for uh-huh. their purpose of maybe it wasn't France, so it was a European country for mm-hmm. leaving their estate, like mm-hmm. and like they would actually police would actually be patrolling to see if uh, this person had the right credentials to leave, like walk around the streets during quarantine. And I was wondering if the U.S. did that as well. No, no, it wasn't that far. Yeah, yeah. I guess that would be too much impeachment on your freedom. I don't know. Well, that's so. How would France enforce? How you said France? I think it was France. I'm... Whatever European country was, how did they have so hard to enforce? No, exactly. So every time you enter a grocery store, you'd have to show your doctor's note. Yeah, yeah. So like people, like I, I think what it was, I, don't, I don't think they did this for long because I don't think it's a sustainable <laughs> system or protocol uh-huh. at all. But I think what they did was like they had like police. Or uh, I guess maybe I'm, I'm, I feel like police would even lack the man force to actually implement all this. But they had yeah. people patrolling 
uh, some streets, and then what if they saw someone like walking around, like for no apparent reason, they would like approach them and ask, like what purpose, and if they have the documentation to like oh, like see randomly, a doctor. yeah, yeah. Mm. I see that could work. Yeah, if, if it's random, people would probably be. Think, I, like... I, I thought like when you said that CDT was like going lax and how you can't it was going on an honor system. I was like, oh, maybe this is something oh, that might be happening sometime but i guess it won't happen in the states maybe you'll see something note? oh yeah, yeah. no like, i don't like, there's nothing. no way i don't think so if we didn't do that during lockdown we're probably not going to do it yeah. with, with this new guidance yeah I, I was like if they if someone did that during lockdown if i if like a government did that during lockdown i feel like they would probably do that again like with vaccination but the, the uh-huh. issue with that would be it would show such a i don't know i, I guess I don't know. I guess they could work with that. You would have like a vaccine license or something. Yeah. When you get like a, when you get vaccinated, you get a vaccination record. So you can show that if somebody asks. But showing it's not the issue so much. If you, like you said, like you need to employ policemen, patrolmen to be able to enforce that. And it's probably pretty expensive to do that. Especially in a country like the States. So many people. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so I'm reading about the Asian vaccine. I think this looks like Asian this year, like AstraZeneca after global trials that included some mistaken dosing. Not good again. Has not applied, uh, has not filed an application in the U.S. saying it first needs to finish its phase three U.S. trial. So maybe, I mean, even beyond the blood clot issues, maybe just didn't even apply. Oh, so it didn't even apply for the U.S.? Yeah, and I think the blood clot rates are also pretty low as well for AstraZeneca too, so... Yeah, no, that um, was the report that, here too. What? Uh, that was the report that. Yeah, but I don't think that. I guess that's not the the true reason why they're not releasing it in this, the states. Although I'm sure the FDA might might look at those results. But I feel like the uh, states doesn't even need other vaccines. I mean, you guys have like three of your own. So, Pfizer, Moderna, and yeah, and Johnson, Johnson. Johnson for now. Uh, why would you need another like vaccine from a different country? I feel like it's. The states is sufficient enough to like self-sufficient enough relatively i mean the more the better um but um relative to other countries potentially yes yeah i don't know but the j and j's vaccine i think it was halted because of blood clot issues right and i guess they they did a reassessment i think yeah that, was, that, that became that one was blood clots right yeah i remember reading that on yeah, but the percentage is very small. Yeah. You know, right, I'm well, actually pretty impressed with the whole. I'm not sure if there's something to be impressed. <laughs> Maybe it's a little dystopian for your standards, but you know how in Korea, like, uh, we every time we enter a like a cafe or a restaurant, we have yeah, to yeah. like stamp our QR code. I don't. I heard this is what it is. Is that in Korea? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the issue was that a lot of like the younger generation or maybe people up to like 50s and 60s, like they get, uh-huh. they know what a QR code is, right? So they, they have three methods of doing it. They like, they have a sign up sheet to like where you, they, where you write down your like phone number and yeah. or whatever, like, oh, yes, yes, I heard. so yes. that when there's an outbreak in that particular establishment, that so you can notify the person to like go uh, get tested or something. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's or, great and, and and for the government to track these people like if there's an outbreak because a lot of people like kind of hide 
<laughs> when they have that, when they even near for place where it was at, when there's an outbreak, because I, I mean, for like, like job issues, like they may lose their job or something, you know, potentially. Okay. Right. But uh, what the, the issue they found was that a lot of the older people, uh, one, they don't care <laughs> enough about this. So they won't even like sign up on the sign sheet. Oh, and two, they, they didn't know what, how to use a QR code. So they couldn't like track a lot of these older people, right? So what they did was they made a call system. So they made this uh, a tracking phone number. So mm-hmm. you, when you call it, each uh, each like establishment has like a temporary number so that when you call that number, uh, your cell phone number is registered to this uh, government call system mm-hmm. so that they know uh, who visited this establishment just from one phone call. So I, was, I thought that was actually pretty impressive because it happened in like a week or something. I was like, oh, shit, what is this? Oh, that's fast. To adjust to the, the older generation not being able yeah, to adapt yeah. to it. No, I'm, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure the, the concern has been raised like a long time ago, but like it kind of ha- happened out of nowhere. And a lot of people are just, like using it because it's actually a lot more comfortable than QR code because you just have to dial oh, really? and call it. Just, and and you, don't, oh. you don't even have to talk. They just go like, you've been registered at something, something admit, like, uh, you have been successfully admitted, at, uh, like uh, registered for to enter this like re- establishment or whatever. They say something, and it just and hangs up. Hang up. Yeah. yeah. And as for a cue card, you have, you QR code. You have to open an app. Yeah, then... yeah. You have to open an app and then like shake it, and then it will pop up. Make sure like it captures a QR code fully. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. I thought yeah, that's fun. Actually, fun. yeah, the calling sounds much better. <laughs> yeah, no, I was I use that too now because like I was like, dude, the QR codes. And you have to like reset your QR code every so once in a while because it expires. I think after like a week. Uh huh. So I was like, oh damn it! I mean, it's only it's it's like a thirty second difference probably, <laughs> but I feel like the call is much more efficient. Dude, that's all it takes at this day and age. Thirty seconds of saved is enough to completely convert the consumer to another yeah thing. Yeah. You know? That's a that's a big difference. Thirty seconds is a lot of time, especially for like scanning something or like registering yourself. And dude, yeah, like another thing with the QR code, you know, originally like these apps, all the the apps that utilize like a, like that makes their QR code in Korea that most people mm-hmm. use are uh, Naver and Kakao. Okay. Because you know, yeah. like I'm pretty sure like at least ninety percent of the population would use this use app. One of these yeah. apps at least, right? So what you do is they made this function where it usually in the beginning when you open the app you have to go to like setting and then go to personal info and look for the your personal QR code right and then and then you show it but then now yeah. they made it simpler so that once you open the app and you give it two shakes it just automatically opens the QR code that's good so like everyone's trying to lower time for this thing so yeah it was interesting for me. I think, wow. I'm sure they measure the time. Like if if in the company they go like if, if like a, a group that's responsible for managing a certain product, and in like six months their goal is just to like reduce the amount of time that it takes for a customer to take a certain action by like ten percent, which results in yeah, like probably, right? ten seconds. I'm sure that's like a big milestone for that company. Mm. I'm sure they'll like celebrate. It's like yes, we saved ten seconds. That's probably huge, and I, 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 I mean, I, I agree. I think that was, it's a huge win too. So yeah, it was actually a big thing. Like I really, I really didn't like having to go to like settings and settings, click, click, yeah, yeah, click. click. And now I just press cacao and just like shake the <laughs> shake the phone, and it comes up. Yeah. Like, oh wow, that's new. 
That's so much better. No, yeah. That's not that's not insignificant. That's huge. Yeah. Mm. I think that's huge. That's a day. That's that's a that's um that's the age we live in, man. There's no patience. Exactly. <laughs> any any seconds you can save, ten seconds, twenty seconds. It's like it's like just, a game changer. That. That's sure. No, for that sure. Couple seconds. It's such a big game changer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You you if you were the fastest company to do something by like three seconds, then you're you're the dominant player probably. Mm. I mean, you know, for Tesla, it's like uh, what is it that you can go from zero to sixty miles per hour in like is it a second? How fast can it? No, that's like impossible. I think it's like three, four seconds. How fast can Tesla go from zero to sixty miles per hour? Tesla just lost one of those. Oh, from two point five to two point three seconds. Wow, that is insane. That's fucking fast. I think that's, that's the so record fast. for a commercial vehicle. Yeah, and it's electric. <laughs> no, it's because it's electric that it could pull it off, man. Oh, you think so? Yeah, because for a combustion engine, it has the time to require requires time to rev up. Oh, I see. Yeah, see. electric vehicles just on, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess see that is just making more the case why like electric cars should be a more desirable alternative. Shouldn't even mm. be an alternative. Maybe it should be the go-to vehicle. You can accelerate this fast. I, uh, a lot of the Korean like bus lines are changing uh-huh. to electrical buses. So that's it's been pretty actually there's also been hydrogen buses too. Yeah, I've seen those in Korea, right? Yeah. And I know that how much Elon Musk doesn't like hydrogen. Dude, that's no, not no, dangerous. No, it's not a hydrogen the, the car itself isn't dangerous. Uh it was that the it, fuel? It, no no it's not the fuel either. It's the fuel station that has potential too explode explode but then it's like the same with gas station it's not like it's not like a hydrogen bomb level explosion apparently uh-huh. it, imp- it implodes not really explodes okay so what they're saying is it's safer but i don't think there's been an explosion to see to like actually you know kind of determine oh so it's less of an explosion but there is the uh, stigma that it's a uh, it will be lot, more dangerous yeah more dangerous so wait so no, but in what that sense, in that sense, electrical vehicle, electric vehicles are the most dangerous because they're run but on well, lithium what... ion, and they have fuel within the ion itself to run the batteries. And the issue is that is once it burns, you can't. You, it's literally almost impossible to like, like put out the flame. So they have to let they have to let the vehicle just burn out completely. But it doesn't explode. Yeah, Hydrogen it, is flammable. I, I I don't think they're using like the same. Flammable. I mean, I'm sure it's flammable, but I don't think it. What did they have? Yeah. So if they don't use, they don't use hydrogen. What do they use? <laughs> Buses. Why is it called a hydrogen vehicle? That's like terrible branding strategy. No, hey, let's a, use one of the most flammable and known products. That, so it's, no, it's, a, it's a hydrogen-based electric vehicle. So it's not like it's like a different battery concept. That, that, from what I understand, I don't that know sounds, hardware. That's, that still sounds like dangerous. Like I wouldn't want to use like a hydrogen-based anything, knowing like. That's very flammable. That was one of the things I think I remember most about hydrogen. What is it? So there's hydrogen, which has like a topic number one, that's like helium. Helium, for some reason, isn't flammable. Then I remember like reading somewhere in a, a textbook, there was like a, a, a balloon or like a, you know, those things where they like, the blimp. Uh, it's a long rocket, like shaping balloon. They a blimp. You know, fly that over blimp. some places. What? It's a blimp. Okay. Oh, great. Okay. Wow. I didn't know that. Anyway, so blimp. I I, I, saw, I think I saw a picture of this in a textbook 
um, where they filled it up with hydrogen. But I read, I, I think I read that they discontinued it because it just blew up sometimes. Oh, I think because it was filled with hydrogen. And at that I point, think, I was like, yeah, I don't know. People shouldn't mess with hydrogen. I think you're talking about the, oh shit, what's it called? Hildenberg? Heisenberg? Some. Yeah. I'm just literally going to type in Google hydrogen accident. <laughs> hydrogen accident. Lessons learned from a hydrogen explosion. The thing is, helium doesn't do this, but hydrogen does. So it's like one thing I've, it's one of the gases I've learned. It's like, yeah, probably. Not a good thing to touch. So, like, if you look at the periodic table of elements, like some of the chemicals you want to avoid, hydrogen will be at the top of my list. Uranium will be at the top of my list. Plutonium would also be at the top of my list. Just avoid just naming any of your products behind like those three elements, man. Oh, so I think the different. Oh, yeah, I guess it's still with you. It's still something someone like I guess who's very preoccupied would still worry about. But apparently, hydrogen vehicles they don't ignite. The hydrogen to make energy what it does instead of burning it for instant internal combustion it makes hydrogen react with oxygen in the air to make electricity rather than igniting it as a fuel so in that sense oh i I see but it still has hydrogen okay no but your your point is like when people were riding wagons and they introduced you know a fuel a, a combustion engine vehicle i'm sure people were like Oh my God! You know those combustion engine vehicles run on fossil fuels. They're gonna explode and burn. A horse doesn't explode. I think it's kind of <laughs> that line of thought. I feel like. I see. So you're comparing that difference with the modern difference of yeah hydrogen vehicle versus a combustion slash electric vehicle. So it's not. It's not. It's not a. It's. I, you're, I feel like you're thinking of. I know. I mean, maybe not. But you. A lot of people, when they think hydrogen, think of it as like a fuel source, as in like I a, think of it as a gas. Yeah, like a gas, but it's not a gas. It's a, it's hydrogen is used to make that the battery electricity within the battery. So in that sense, oh, it's, it's, oh, a, it's oh, a EV. Oh. It's just made from a different source. But the it's hydrogen based. itself is not stored within the vehicle. No, no, no. Okay. I, I don't know, man. They should just change the name. They, don't, they shouldn't just call it a hydrogen vehicle, right? It's just very alarming for some people. It's too soon. Like, they should just probably... Like, I'm reading the Wikipedia page right now. The first or the second sentence literally reads, the main concern of working with hydrogen is flammability. I, don't, I, I get it that it uses hydrogen in a different way, but it uses hydrogen, so it's still true. You could call it, like, a hydrogen vehicle, but just for, like, branding purposes, I just feel like that, that's a bad word to use. Uh yeah, maybe they should rebrand it as, you know. Yeah, like the moment I see hydrogen, I'm like, shit, that's thing can blow up. I should better stay away from it. Okay, anyway, so Korea's going to use hydrogen bus vehicles. In- oh, no, no, that's one of the things they're trying along with your standard EV lithium-ion battery vehicles. I see, I see. Yeah, they're trying to, like, try a couple different functions. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. I just typed in hydrogen accident and just see some really scary headlines. Hydrogen blast led to deaths at U.S. silicon plants. Oh, man. Oh, my God. This blast looks terrible. <laughs> Ooh, just wiped out a building. A whole building. So oh. they, is it a battery-making place, or is, do they use hydrogen as a fuel? Uh, they made silicon products through using hydrogen. I have no idea how you even make silicon. 
<laughs> I don't know why either. But the point is, anything that uses like hydrogen, if they use it as a raw material to whatever generate something, I guess the cars, the cars at that at that point, they don't have hydrogen in themselves. They just use hydrogen in the process. So wherever the plant is that uses the hydrogen to make those batteries, that yeah, no, would yeah, that's be like a, hazardous zone for me. That's a big concern with a lot of people, like companies that are trying to pursue this, which is only yeah. mainly, which is mainly just Hyundai and Toyota. So they might, I mean, they might. Just, this might just destroy their companies. You never know. But uh, what's the what's the appeal of it? It's cheap. Is that why hydrogen? It's sustainable more. Well, yes, sense. for sure. But why as not? In, as in, you're not running electric facilities just to make electricity. You could, in theory, use the gas. Use like which makes more oxygen. Yeah, the oxygen in the air, and then it would actually convert carbon dioxide with from like within the vehicle that's like going through the vehicle to like cleaner air. So in theory, right. it would it could be what you would call a really clean energy vehicle. It's just that, as you said, there is the potential of exploding charging centers. So yeah, just a little thing, just a little footnote. Yeah, no, this, this was destroyed. a big issue in, for Hyundai too because they were trying to set up these uh, charging centers, but then so many residents with, where they like planned on opening these charging centers were still against the idea, obviously, and then. Like they went on like insane campaigns to like try to explain the you know the 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 concept of how hydrogen fuel cell is different yeah. from hydrogen fuel itself, but then you know people like you and I just don't really they're still. I mean, for sure, there. yeah. I was mis misinformed too, so you you taking this time makes me feel safer. Oh but... no, no, it still has a potential to explode like any other energy power plant, man. Like in any energy. Like producing power plant has the potential to explode. I feel like so. I guess in a sense. Well, I don't think I like not to. I don't. I just associate hydrogen to something more explosive. I don't think like, and uh, like gigafactory in Tesla is gonna explode. That's not what I'm thinking. I'm just thinking like the worst is just have a shutdown. Like they'll will will stop operating because it runs on electricity. And my people, some people might get shocked a little bit. Nothing will blow up and like destroy the whole building. Um, that's my thinking. Yeah, that's different, man. Why would, I, I do wonder what the blast radius for uh, like why would a gigafactory build blow up though? Wouldn't it just burn? Would it's, it burn? Let's see. What what is how how does a gigafactory run? How does a gigafactory run? I thought uh, gigafactory was just for manufacturing the vehicles. No. Oh, is it? Oh, they're they're entirely powered by renewable energy sources. Yeah, I think you're right, but they're still. Uh, power. Yeah, so they use powered. solar power. Yeah, so they're just pulling uh, electricity from the grid. They're not making their own electricity. So there's no oh. potential for like a thingy which would, like an explosion. Okay. So yeah, that, that's safe. So so where 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 is it? So electricity. Let me see. I have no idea. Powering the Tesla Gigafactory. All right, let's read this. Uh, Tesla has repeatedly claimed and but will be powered by 100% by renewable. Um, more solar, possibly wind, battery storage. Well, so they usually use solar, so that's good. From the Nevada grid, okay. Most of it's electricity from Nevada grid. So what is it like a electricity grid? How do they power it? Grid. How? No, the hazard, the hazardous part of electric vehicles comes oh. from the battery itself. You know, pulling the energy and that stuff doesn't really matter. It's 
how the like electricity is stored within the lithium ion uh, batteries. That's where the explosions happen. Okay. So like, unless you're making the battery, which I'm, I don't think Tesla makes their own battery. Like, I don't think Tesla's gonna, like, a gigafactory is gonna blow up. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, these things are not gonna blow up. But if you use, like use a hydrogen plant, then that might blow up. I mean, the but dangers. Uh, very Tesla vehicle has a chance to. Okay. What's the difference of uh, the Tesla vehicle, vehicle has, has a chance to blow up? Lithium iron, lithium iron. Let's see. Lithium iron battery um, explosion. You just type that explosion hazard. Why they explode? Okay. So they do explode. Will lithium iron battery explode? While lithium are on the whole incredibly safe, they do very, very occasionally catch fire or explode. But it's pretty safe compared to hydrogen is known to be flammable explode. Lithium ion, that's not like their defining characteristic. Hydrogen its defining characteristic isn't combustion. Is I, it? It's one of its yeah, that's well, I don't that's how I that's what I learned. Like like it's very flammable, very explosive. Uh okay. Well, yeah, that's a gas that explodes a lot. Yeah, very easily. It combusts. Yeah, that's that's the reputation. That's like one oh, of its defining. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not denying the reputation. I'm just saying. I kind of see the same threat. I, I see a threat in different areas of. No, I don't use. think it's to the extent of like like hydrogen. Hydrogen, that's like it's that that that's like the, that's a very characteristic thing of hydrogen. Lithium ions, like if you mishandle it, maybe it'll blow up. Hydrogen, it's like very likely to blow up. It's a, it's, it's nature of hydrogen to like be very flammable. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a reason. Yeah, you you probably if you yeah if you see hydrogen, I'd probably be very careful. Like I don't y'all wouldn't be want I wouldn't want to be breathing. Well, actually, maybe you can breathe hydrogen. I think you can breathe hydrogen, which is very flammable. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and that was an interesting chemistry discussion. What are you looking forward to when things get back to normal? Mm -hmm. Not really. My life hasn't really been too different with COVID. I just don't like wearing the mask so much. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. still meet the people I meet. Like, I, I'm, I'm not really the type to go to, like, you know, clubs with like hundreds of people to begin with. So, and I'm still meeting people like only like max five at a time. So it's not really too much of a difference in my lifestyle. Uh huh. Yeah. I think just there's this uh, mm, this atmospherical, or there's some kind of like societal pressure of being confined when when there's a COVID. I feel like. A lot of people feel that they're limited in their actions, so I feel like that has. Oh, a, you think it's a perception, though? Yeah, there is there's a perception effect. Like honestly, in my day to day life, there's not really much that changed except that I work from home a lot more, which is actually a benefit. I feel like. Yeah, I think yeah, people really differ on that. I think a lot of people think like, oh, I don't actually want to get out of this COVID world. That's like a, like um, an implicit secret I think people have. Like I think the only downside life. I have is like, is that I would like to travel like abroad. 
But yeah, that's, that's the only one. Yeah, but you can't you can't visit too many places too, right? Or the, In Korea? Korea didn't do any no, of that. I could just I could visit where the hell I want. But your cooking classes got like shut down. No, because they had an outbreak of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So one, those, like, those things as, get no, interrupted. Out, okay, outbreak as in one of the students got COVID, not like the entire cooking class got COVID. Right, but even that like shut the whole thing down. Yeah, it, it was disruptive to you. Oh yeah, to... it is disruptive, but not to like an extent of. You know, it's not. It's not gonna stop. It's. I mean, it has maybe it will to maybe if things go really really south from here, but so far it hasn't been to the state where. Like it's not gonna disrupt my life of like moving around. Like if I wanted to like go to Busan, I could just go to Busan. Like if I want to fly to Jeju Island, I could still fly to Jeju Island if I wanted. So, mm. But you like, weren't, I see. So you you weren't the you can't you couldn't go to movie theaters, could you? We could. Oh, you, go could. Theaters. Oh, you could. We couldn't here in the states. Oh, we can't eat popcorn though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like these little things pile up, but yeah, you can still go to movie theaters. Are, I mean, the fundamental like aspect of it is pretty much the same i feel like like yeah i could still enjoy what i enjoy but there's like little defects in that like the popcorn thing because okay. popcorn is like 40 percent of the reason why i go to movie theaters anyways yeah okay well so i guess it's it's a less to a less extent for korea but in the states it would be a big shift if things start to get back to normal like uh, now i can go to movie theaters and we could go to gyms now too Oh, we could um, yeah. I guess you, so. I could, we couldn't, but you could. So that, yeah, I guess it's a big shift in here, here in the states. Well, I guess yeah, much hasn't it hasn't shifted that much then for Korea. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sure for people who like to party all night, you know, stay out to like four a.m. drinking. Yeah, that was big for them. They, yeah. they, for them, that would be a big change because, uh, it's still regulated that after ten o'clock, the places, most places, facilities have to close. Uh, I think no, it's limited to like restaurants. I feel like like places where you could eat, mostly. But other than they that, they close after ten. Yeah, like because you know Ooh. in Korea they usually stay open after like until like two, or like yeah, like, like midnight. Some some have like twenty four hours. Exactly. So those close, but like uh like convenience stores or like twenty four hour stores don't necessarily have to close unless they sell like unless not even if they sell phone unless they serve food within the facility. Like unless like it's a place where people sit down and eat, you don't have to mm-hmm. like necessarily close at ten. Mm-hmm. Did the economy suffer quite a bit? With I mean, obviously, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Especially in the initial stages, because it was we didn't know how bad it was gonna be, so people uh-huh. just like shut down like really. I think it started at like eight nine p.m. after like eight p.m. or nine p.m. You had to shut down. So a lot of uh, uh, shops closed down, and there oh. were like there weren't particular limitations put on how you could like move around within the country, but there were like like suggestions of you know please refrain from like you know walking around like aimlessly if you don't really have a reason to. So mm-hmm. that did affect a lot of like uh, uh, mom and pop shops. Yeah. And I know, like those touristy areas, like Myeongdong, took a big hit because oh, there were any like Chinese or Japanese or you know whatever tourists. Oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. Those places. And those like, get, places get packed too. Yeah, yeah. So those places are completely like out of the game right now. Cause like my office is near Myeongdong, so I like sometimes walk through it to get to my bus station. Uh huh. 
And then I feel like at least a third of the shops there closed down. It's a lot. Because, I mean, it's to be expected because that that uh, that uh, neighborhood itself just is so dependent on tourist money. That, yeah. And the uh, rent is so expensive that without tourist oh, money... Oh, really? Myeongdong? Huh. Myeongdong's rent is really expensive. Huh. So, like, those shops won't be able to maintain, you know, their shop. Yeah, because the rent has to yeah. high, huh? But, oh, yeah, I mean, the uh, yeah, economy definitely suffered. I don't know by what percent. I know the charts are saying that we're on a path of recovery but the worrisome fact is that it's the it's like the corporates corporate people who are making the recovery not really like the mom and shop mom and pop shops oh it's they're driving the recovery yeah yeah they're it's like it's not even like the conglomerates i mean the conglomerates obviously and even like the mid-sized companies they're the ones driving the economy back up but it's the small the really small shops those aren't really making much of a recovery Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how everybody recovers from this. All right, well, shall we wrap it up? Yep, that should. What kind of a just talk on whatever is on your mind kind of thing today? But I guess that's good for every once in a while. Oh yeah, I mean that's usually been the trend. That sometimes we just stumble upon a topic that's like very meaty and engaging. Oh, uh, what do you what what do you think? Like I don't, I don't really purposely look at U.S. news too much. Uh-huh. But, like occasionally, just like ones that'll come up in Korean news, and then I like go into the U.S. sites to see what's really you know going on. Going on. <laughs> you don't trust the Korean media. Oh no no, I'm just saying it's <laughs> like they reported. As on how it affects Korea, like, but I want to uh-huh. see like how it there's, affects. There's a fuller story to it. Yeah, yeah. So right. a, they'll like say like the parts that's only relevant to Korea, kind of thing. So I see what caught your eye. So the thing about the uh, Tesla losing a shit ton of stock value, so like, was it really because of how he, you know, Musk was commentating on like Bitcoin Crypto and currency. cryptocurrency? And like how, like... I don't think so. Dude, the whole stock market was shaking up last week. People have been, I think, investors um, in anticipation of, of the, the Fed increasing interest rates because yeah. of inflation. Yeah, yeah. So people, I mean, prices have gone up quite a bit too. So people's concern about inflation. Uh, the Fed, I think, is reporting that inflation is temporary right now. People think like we, like inflation right now is much stronger than the Fed is letting on. So then the Fed will. Federal Reserve will step in to increase interest rates. So if they increase interest rates, you know, stocks lose value. Right. Um, so a lot of stocks across the board lost a lot of value in the past um... week. I lost a shit ton of value as well, too. Uh, and the Tesla, I think, was one of the companies that got hit as well. Uh, maybe the Bitcoin, like the fact that Tesla is not going to carry Bitcoin any longer, too, or them announcing that had a role in that as well. But more than it affected Tesla, I think it affected other cryptocurrencies like when when Elon Musk announced that so many cryptocurrencies Bitcoin Ethereum Dogecoin name it like all just like plummeted in value yeah yeah dude Elon, I, you know, I saw that and just um now Elon Musk is just an unbelievable character in this world it just it's crazy the, the things he does like uh, he hosted SNL like one 
I don't know any like big CEO executives, like huge name CEO executives that like hosted SNL. He just does whatever the fuck he wants. So he hosted SNL. He's a pioneer in uh, interplanetary travel, trying to save like the the conditions, the rotting conditions of humanity and you know the Earth too. Uh, he's pretty much the crypto king. Like if he says oh, yeah. something, no doubt the value that. of cryptocurrency just like goes up or goes down. He makes people rich through that too, because some people like made millions off of Dogecoin, right? Um, it's just it's the unbelievable human being. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, that's I think there's it's mostly I think inflation concerns that affected stock prices oh, in okay, general, okay. and including Tesla too. Um, and then him just. I think him announcing that Tesla will no longer carry Bitcoin, that that didn't necessarily affect, affect the stock. I think a lot of investors were actually encouraged by the fact that they would drop Bitcoin. So really? that didn't, yeah, because it's a volatile currency. Some investors thought it was a questionable move. They don't know if that's a, like a sound financial move um, to hold a currency that's still kind of finding its footing <laughs> in, in the money world. Um, so I think some investors are encouraged by that, but that was not good use for cryptocurrencies because institutional buy-in, like institutional investors like Tesla or other companies um, accepting Bitcoin, that helps Bitcoin. But if you lose institutional support, then that's bad news. And yeah, the fact that cryptocurrencies across the board. Yeah, but it was bad, man. It was a, it was a rough week in investing. Mm, yeah. I was, no, I was just curious because there was so much. I mean, I get why news companies like just start writing shit just based on Elon Musk because he's such a big name, so it'll just draw more views. But I was like, yeah. is this really just because of Elon Musk? So I was just curious. Oh yeah, uh, so there's some truth to that. He he makes one tweet about like Dogecoin and like that cryptocurrency either plummet or skyrocket. It's crazy. He has, he does, he's basically crypto god, kind of. What a volatile um, god. Yeah, but some people benefit from it because of yeah. that. That's a thing too. Some people lose out, some people benefit from it. Um, I, I don't even think Dogecoin should have even been this valuable, to be yeah, honest. I think but because of him. It literally started as a joke. So. Exactly, and I was looking at the economics of it, and like the supply is crazy. Like, there's like there's so much supply for Dogecoin. I think that's what <laughs> yeah, I read. I it doesn't yeah, and so merit the value sense. of yeah, the demand supply doesn't make sense. Like, kind of like yeah. it, there's only so much that Dogecoin how how Dogecoin could be valuable. But like some people putting money in that, then Elon Musk puts a tweet out, makes people lots of millions, like oh, thousands, whatever it is, like provides um, financial, you know, just just a financial boost to all these people. I was like, wow, this guy is just helping, helping people in the world in many ways. That's what I was thinking. But um, I'm sure people just looked at that and think, what an asshole. Because like, whatever he does too also like can plummet the value of, of a currency. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Mm, yeah, that's What I want to say. Actually, I have. To, I, I don't know. We'll, we could talk about it next time. Why? What were you going to say? Let's no, preview just... it. Huh? Let's go with Oh, you were talking about cryptocurrency? Yeah, we could talk about it next time. Yeah. There's like a lot of talk in Korea right now regarding 
Oh, dude. Like regulations wow. for cryptocurrency. And oh, like, really? If really? at all, it could or should be regulated. And I'm sh- that's that's where I mean, that's a conversation of many places, including the States. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that. from a government's perspective, I understand. I could see why they would see the need. Uh, and the Elon Musk thing just kind of came up at the right time. And they were like saying, see, you know, it's it's because you know such a it's so dependent all on such volatile uh matters that you know it's not about like valid what do you call it like a well, uh, that dude yeah i would love to talk about this next time too but yeah money itself is artificial though it's all yeah i know i know yeah so there was so, like a lot of discussion going around right now i'm sure i'm sure government level too yeah so i feel like it's something you could we could talk about yeah, I'm sure it's a robust really. discussion. The interesting interesting thing about Korea and cryptocurrency, this came up in a video about how a guy made like billions using um, the fact that Bitcoin appears to trade at a premium in Korea. For ch- and so it's more expensive in Korea than it is in like the States. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. What you, so what you could technically do is get your Bitcoin, sell it in Korea. So get your Bitcoin from the States, sell it in Korea at a premium. Exchange it into US, uh, the um, Korean one, and exchange it back to the US, and you just make free money that way. Free. Because it's guaranteed to sell higher in Korea. Um, yeah, so, yes, like, there's, like a, there's a lot of like analysis nowadays on why like a lot of people are so investive, investive? so keen on investing in cryptocurrency, especially the younger generation. Like on like, there's a lot of social discussion going on about how about uh just investment trends in Korea in general, which are very unhealthy investment trends. Honestly, <laughs> if I think about it, but uh, I mean, I see why people are so attracted to it too, and the government is afraid that it's just like money is just leaking out of the country because of this. So mm. I could see their perspective too, but. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't really, I don't really do cryptocurrency, so I, I'm not too sh- like invested in the whole market or like news regarding it too much. I just like read it every once in a while, and it's always so interesting to say the I least. See. Yeah. Well, a lot of people have become rich on it. I mean, yeah. A lot of people have lost money on it too. So yeah, you can do what you want with that risk reward ratio, but. I, 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 yeah, I think there's a lot of promise in it. Just, just in terms of no, its yeah, upward trend. Promise, yeah. I don't, yeah, just, but there's a lot, so many factors that determine exactly. the direction of its price too, which also would be a reason to not get into it. Yeah, it's all a very uncertain decision. Definitely something, actually, I'll write it down as a topic. Let us talk about cryptocurrency next time. I'm not an expert, but, um, me neither. Say, I just know the stuff I read from the news or like, on the cryptocurrency Reddit, I'm not sure if it's like a legit <laughs> place to learn about it. But, uh... <laughs> or do Reddit? Reddit? You don't you? We should not underestimate Reddit. Reddit yeah, was, yeah, was no, responsible Reddit for for what happened with GameStop, making people uh, like really yeah. rich. And so, yeah, lesson learned: don't underestimate Reddit. Just All right. don't understate the masses, I guess. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're right. That's that's it. Like the Reddit represents the masses and the masses and the people. I mean, that's also what kind of what blockchain represents too. Like, oh yeah, that's are, the whole concept of blockchain. Yeah, people are the ones. Cut out the middleman. 
yeah, cut out the government, decentralize it. Yeah, cut out um, the government, cut out the bank, just do it yourself kind of thing. Though yeah, the concept is really nice. I like the concept. Yeah, I think blockchain. people like concepts. And yeah, yeah. And I think blockchain can be used for so many other applications as well mm. besides currency. Um, yeah, that was an interesting topic. But yeah, we can discuss that next time. But we're going to bring our, our friend, like, what's his name? Brian? Yeah. Right? Well, I'll, I'll talk to him on Tuesday. I'm yeah. sure he has a lot to say on cryptocurrency as well. Really? Does like, anything, like, I don't think he does it. I don't know. Maybe he does. Who knows? But we did talk. I did talk a lot and would talk about it with them a couple. Oh, interesting. Times. All right. So we're going to talk about cryptocurrency. No, but he, would be, he would be much more interested in the China versus, China versus US, US dynamic that's going on. Yeah, let's bring him on for that. China versus USA. And then maybe just for you and me, we'll talk about cryptocurrency a little bit. Man, uh, China versus USA. All right, I wrote that down. Okay, I remember that. You know, every time, every once in a while, me and Brian will be walking around, and I think this was maybe before the COVID because we saw a Chinese tourist. But we'll see a Chinese tourist, and we'll be like, "Oh, look, our future overlords." Oh, so, he yeah. thinks China is going to be the supreme power in the world. Oh no, no, like, it's, like I don't think he thinks it. He just kind of like likes to joke about it. Yeah, I'm sure he spits out a lot of like. So be prepared for that if, the, if, we, if we do discuss about the China's first U.S. rhetoric. There may be some very uh, strong opinions. Rhetoric from him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole. Yeah. I mean, I would be curious to hear those things. But I don't know if I'd be prepared for it. I'd probably just respond. Yeah, I mean, you saw the last time he and I talked. We were, oh, yeah, yeah. I had a strong reaction to his. Um, what do you guys even uh, talk about? I don't remember <laughs> No, man, I don't think we could talk about it here. I mean, we were talking about um, historical crimes and, oh, think, and the okay, rhetoric okay. he used for... Oh, yeah, you know. okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I could see what he was going at. Yeah. You were on his side, too, I think. Like, I think um, oh, you were more opposed to the strength of my reaction to his rhetoric. I don't know if you mm. remember that. Um. Yeah, which should be interesting <laughs> if he comes on board. Yeah, I'll see. I'll talk to him. Yeah, just let me know. No pressure though. I mean, I think we have we can talk about ourselves too. Yeah, I'm not gonna pressure him to. I'm not, I'm not gonna pressure him either. I'm just gonna like bring it up and see if he's interested. Oh yeah, yeah, sounds good. Okay. All right, dude. Have a um, good enjoy rest the rest of, of the weekend. Yeah. yeah I only All have right. Ten ten hours left for my weekend. Ten hours left. Uh, yeah, still, still a good, good amount. Mm. Are you watching any good shows? Uh, <laughs> I watched uh, a, uh, I don't think it's on Netflix. It's called Bobom Taxi. Oh, I think I've heard of this. Yeah, so it's, it's like, uh, you could tell there's a lot of societal stress going on in Korea just from the dramas that's coming out nowadays. So this one's <laughs> like pure revenge porn drama, right? Uh-huh. It's not that violent. It's not like John Wick level of like killing people, but it's literally the whole driving factor of the drama is revenge. And Korea oh, wow. likes revenge stories to begin with. I mean, we have like tons and tons of movies just based on revenge. Oh, so it just like, kind of oh, really what? hits home in Our the market. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, <laughs> so yeah, it's, I've been watching that. It's actually pretty good. The acting's okay. I like the actors. 
and it actually it actually kind of i mean literally every episode start up starts off with like this is based on you know fiction you know none of these people represent real people but (laughs) but the issue is like every single episode i could tell who they like what story they based it on Uh (laughs) like so it's like yeah it's really just like bashing at like you know corrupt like businessmen or like uh, insufficient you know uh, like um, structural deficiencies in like I see. how prosecution occurs in Korea and I mean how, I like those dramas yeah it's, that, it's that, good that, it, that it points like out, the issues it, in Korea yeah it yeah. points out a lot of the issues and it just like solves a lot of the unsolved resolved stress with that people you know kind of felt seeing yeah, how this yeah. was actually handled in reality and then now you have a fictional world where it's pretty much Batman just beating up criminals <laughs> Oh really? That's sense. the drama. Yeah. Ooh, that, dude, that sounds fun. Like, it's a, watch it. so it's yeah. actually worth a while. It's I don't think it's on Netflix. It's no, no, probably have to watch it. I, I think we have uh, we have this streaming service called Vicky. And Maybe it's on there. Yeah. Yeah, Korean dramas. It's an like, ongoing drama. It's pretty good. Uh, okay. Well, other fun. than that, I don't think I I finished Vincenzo. Oh, worth it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, if you have time to spare, yeah. Okay, so a nay. It sounds like a nay. <laughs> I mean. It's okay. It's it follows the same trend as Taxi Taxi Driver because it's essentially just like bashing conglomerates and the uh, the prosecution system in Korea and just like corrupt lawyers and corrupt government style. So in that sense, it's uh, it takes a more comical route, and then Taxi Driver takes a more serious route. And Joel's yeah, I want that. I discusses want, like... more about the actual like people. Who suffer but then who are like kind of like ignored by the press or like you know how when there's a big loud case everyone just kind of listens to it but then they don't actually like, not, not a lot of people actually fully follow the case all the way through till the end if a person is found guilty or not found guilty and then the repercussions of the initial you know follow through of like a court order or something like that they'll yeah. talks about it deals with that and Vincenzo is more like like an anime it feels like yeah, sense. I feel like it romanticized. Like I don't like dramas like romanticized. Yeah. Like in that sense, I would definitely, definitely suggest Taxi Driver much more over Vincenzo. Yeah. Then okay, interesting. Sounds good. Uh, you have you been watching anything? Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> Man, you really mm-hmm. like those kind. Of... <laughs> uh, it's just it's just something about. Um, it's like. You can get very emotionally invested, or they can like it's like it's nice seeing people get emotional in a way, feeling mm-hmm. real emotions, but you don't have to use your brain to understand that. Oh, like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I get that. Like, yeah, but you, but the point of like watching things is to move you emotionally, right? Yeah, so yeah. that reality show kind of does that, but you don't have to use a lot of like brain power to like understand it in a way. Something very easy about watching it. I mean, that's not what I've been watching this whole time, but for now, that's I think that's the that's a show I've been watching. There's another show on HBO called Mayor of East Town. Oh, I heard um, that one. Oh, I you did? No, I, I only like I heard I saw like YouTube clips on it. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I mean, yeah. the 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 premise and the story is like not novel, but still captivating. Kate Winslet from Titanic. She's uh she's a star of the show. It's very different, oh, but it's just so that's, about that's a murder in a small person. town. Yeah. Oh, I watched uh, this uh, Netflix series called uh, oh, shit, I forget what it's called. It's, it's, it's kind of like Avatar. 
Shadow and Bone. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah, moment yeah. you said Avatar, I knew because they messed with elements. Yeah, 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 I saw that with my mom, and we were like, "Oh, that's interesting." It's good. It was yeah, good. Did you watch good. the whole thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh. It was. Is it only the first season now? I think. I, yeah, I think yeah. I'll follow, I think I'll follow this one. This I like. I like the concept. Yeah, it's based on a book too. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw. I was like, the ter- I was kind of like, like considering reading the books. So I was like, nah, I'll just wait for the series. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think the book's that notable as such that like there's, yeah. there's a strong well, I'll just, following. I'll, I'll just kind of like I was. I'm just gonna wait for how Netflix pulls it out, and then if I really like how they like finish the series, maybe I'll go back and read the book. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I watched that one too. Yeah, that was a good one. Did you watch Ozark? Have you heard of Ozark? Ozark. I've heard of it. What's it about? Did you watch Breaking Bad? Yeah, I did. Is did it you like Breaking Bad? uh yeah i enjoyed it i didn't okay, watch all then, of it though i kind of stopped like, you might like ozark two. yeah i liked ozark it was just about a guy very similar he had to not very similar but he had to engage in money laundering um he engaged in money laundering a little bit i don't know if he knew what he was getting into but anyway at some point like he uh, needs to continue to do it yeah to yeah be able to protect his family it's the dude that the comedian guy jason bateman I, yeah jason bateman wait is he a comedian good, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, no, yeah, he yeah, does. I, he does comedic comic acting though. Yeah. 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 I I, I saw it. Yeah. I, I, oh shit! That was on Netflix. I was wondering where this was like streaming off. Oh yeah. I saw, I saw like a, I saw like a commercial of it. I was like, oh, that looks really interesting. Yeah, I'll have to add this too. Yeah, season one is good. Season two is worse. It's not that good. Season three is really good. Mm, um, okay. But you might like it. That it's like so. It's like a family. So he has to do this because of to protect his family. I won't spoil everything. But the interesting thing is his whole family is now involved and like starts getting involved in his money laundering a little bit. And he's like trying to balance um, like the safety of his family, but also being transparent with his family and like secrets as well. It just, yeah, it just just makes for an interesting story. Um, Oh, another Korean one that I watched recently was uh, Beyond Evil. Oh, that's, what's that's that actually Korean? Uh, shit. I'm on Netflix right now, so. What's on Netflix? Yeah. I think it's called, like... Beyond Evil? Shit. I'm tired. Beyond Evil. Oh, it's a Korean drama. I Yo finished Jingle. it, like, a couple weeks ago, yeah. Oh, interesting. But it has Kimmer. a really solid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's called Yeah. It has a really solid lineup of actors. Yojiko is probably the worst out of them no. all. Like how it's I felt. What I felt. But it's actually pretty good. It's about. It's if you like murder mystery, it's really good. Hmm. It's not. It's, it's not like a series. I think it just ends with a single season. It's like sixteen uh-huh. episodes, so it's okay. And the pacing's not that slow and not too fast either. So. It's so uh, if you're gonna watch Vincenzo, I would rather suggest you watch that. I probably would not watch. Uh, but yeah, watch Taxi. I think you'll enjoy Taxi. It's ongoing still, know. though. It's not. It's not over. No, yeah, we still show the episodes in the streaming service that we have for Korean stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, if you wanted to binge it, like, it's you can't oh, really then I have to wait. Sure, yeah. sure. Okay. All right. Well, I should go to bed. It's like eleven fifty here. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, I thought you were gonna tell me to go to bed. I was like, dude, it's four p.m. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I assume you took a nap maybe today, right? Oh no, no. I just woke up late. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. That's good too. All right, dude. Next time we'll talk about we we should talk more about drama stuff. I also want to talk about Running Man and Kwangsoo leaving. I don't know if that's a hot topic for you, but to me, I was like, oh damn, Running Man's never gonna be the same. 
Oh, I haven't watched it in like seven years. So I don't know. Okay, so I guess it doesn't matter to you. And you can tell me your thoughts on it. I don't. I don't know why everyone was making such a big deal about it, but maybe you <gasps> could shine some light. Dude, maybe. Okay, yeah. Yeah, even my friend who's not even Korean, <laughs> he thought that was a notable news. Really? Yeah, no, it came out a lot of stuff, like more on like foreign news than it did on Korean news. Korean news. <laughs> yeah. Running Man's a big show, man. It's a global show. Wow. All right. All right, man. Let's catch up later then. Tell me how it goes with Brian. All right. Talk to you later. See ya. Bye.